Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, it's episode 560 of Nintendo Switchcraft. I'm going to talk a little bit about um, Rogue Company. Uh, a, a community member sent me a copy of that game, so big thank you to Crazy Legs for doing that. I'm going to talk about the possibility that we will see some delays from Nintendo, as well as a big game going free-to-play. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. The more game cartridges a video game system plays, the more fun it is. All right, let's get started with... Um, I, I'm going to start with actually a quick reminder that the Podcast Awards are currently accepting nominations. Podcastawards.com. Either nominate Nintendo Switchcraft or 143 Pixels, whichever one you feel is the better gaming podcast. Uh, again, Podcastawards.com. Okay, let's get started and talk about Rogue Company. Now, I have to preface... Uh, what I'm going to say here uh, with the fact that I really, really enjoy Paladins. Like, Paladins I like a lot. It's a really, really fantastic game, and when it came to Nintendo Switch, I was gushing about it. I was really, really excited because it's a really, really fun game. However, I often joke that Paladins is poor man's Overwatch. It's just it's not quite as good as Overwatch. Overwatch has this level of polish that goes above and beyond, whereas Paladins is a little bit less than. But hey, guess what? Paladins is a free-to-play game, and Overwatch is very much not a free-to-play game. So that comparison is kind of important when I say the initial feeling that I got after playing a few rounds of um, a Rogue Company was that it it felt like poor man's Valorant. Now, I also have to preface the rest of this by saying I've never played Valorant. I only know what I know about Valorant from watching people stream it, and what it feels like is somebody took the hero aspects of um, Overwatch and mixed it with the... Um, the the really really fast pace and um, you know upgrading your character from Counter Strike. They took those two things, mixed them together. You got Valorant, and and I again I haven't played Valorant, but I have played Rogue Company, and that's the kind of thing that it feels like. It feels like somebody took the Overwatch formula and applied it to Counter Strike. Now, Rogue Company just happened to do it after Valorant did. So, um, you know, it's easy to make that comparison. But that's that's the, 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 the idea that I got. So let me tell you about my couple of rounds playing. And, and I have to say, it's only been a couple of rounds. Like, I logged in, I did two matches, and that was it. Okay? So, um, each character, um, which they call Rogues, has different uh, passives and different weapon loadouts that you can get. And um, when you first start the game, you have just a sidearm, and then you have some money, which you can then spend 
on upgrading your character for this particular um, match, if that makes sense. So, you know, you get $4,000, you can buy a rifle. You get uh, $4,000, maybe instead of buying the rifle, you decide that you want to invest in making it so that your character doesn't make footfalls when they are running, like you can't hear them uh, as they come around a corner or something like that. And each character has their their own job. Like I played as a tank, and that guy's job was to throw down like barbed wire traps and keep the enemy from getting into an area. He was kind of like an area denier uh, kind of player. I also had um, you know tear gas that I could throw out. Uh, so I had barbed wire and tear gas and a rifle, and my job was to keep the other team from getting to wherever it is that they wanted to get to. And then the next uh, match, I played as this guy, I think his name is Dallas, and he is a little more sneaky, and he has the ability to throw like an EMP to disable uh, enemy traps and things like that. He can um, spend money on upgrading it so that when he's running around, he doesn't make, you can't hear his footsteps. And I really like that idea. I like the idea that I'm playing a character that gets better throughout the match. I mean, that's that's one of the things about MOBAs that I always found to be very compelling is that you start, everybody starts at level one, and then by the end of the match, you are incredibly powerful, way more powerful than you were when you started the match. And that's incredibly fun. That, that progression happens very, very quickly, and it's kind of, uh, it's kind of awesome the way that they do that. Now, I don't know if they do that in Valorant because I haven't played it, but I like that they took that that um, that slowly getting better from Counter-Strike and from MOBAs and applied it to these hero abilities uh, in this game. Uh, so what is the actual rounds like? Well, you have two bomb sites, A and B, and you know you pick which one you're going to go to, and you either have to plant the bomb, or you have to defuse the bomb, or kill the complete completely kill the other uh, team, which is four on four. Uh, so exactly like Counter Strike, it's just like Counter Strike, but with superpowers, and uh, that's that's basically what what Rogue Company is. Now, it's funny that I say it's like poor man's Valorant, and that uh, Paladins is is poor man's Overwatch because they're both made, both of those games are made by high res. Um, and that seems to be their MO. They take a, an established thing and try and uh, do their own version of it. And I'm not here to tell you that it's better or worse than Valorant. I will say that I like it better than Counter-Strike because it's got the ridiculousness to it. Like just, just you know, you fly in on with wings uh, into the match. It's 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 over the top and kind of goofy in a good way. And I like that. So I do like it better than Counter-Strike. And I played a lot of Counter-Strike, not CSGO. I've never played CSGO, but I played a lot of Counter-Strike way back in the day. And it takes a lot of the stuff from there. And I, I, I enjoy it. I will say that the controls felt a little bit sloppy until I turned on the um, gyro aim. And the gyro aim felt really, really good on the Nintendo Switch. The graphics are nothing to write home about. It's really, really soft looking. Um, 
But hey, you know what? I, I've always said that graphics do not make or break a game. Uh, they can they can get your attention, but what you really stay there for is the gameplay. And I think that this is a game that has the possibility of having really solid gameplay when it comes out. Now, I will say this. Don't run out and buy Rogue Company uh, right away. And the reason why is because that this particular game is going to be free to play. Uh, so it's a free to play game. Right now, you can buy in on like the Founders Pack, and I guess what what happened with community member Crazy Legs is he bought in on the Founders Pack, and then they sent him a couple of extra codes to give out to friends, and he gave one to me. So again, thank you to Crazy Legs for uh, for sharing. Uh, he also gave another code to somebody else who's in our um, in our patron channel on our uh, discord but i think that uh this game has a lot of potential there's a lot of potential there and i'm very interested to see uh where it goes from here so here's my question have you played rogue company and if so what did you think of it let me know i'm going to tweet that out and uh, we'll talk about it on friday's episode on the mailbag if we get enough uh, responses Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. So Nintendo released their annual report, and they're kind of going back on something that they had said previously. In uh, previous episodes, I mentioned that I believe it was Mr. Furukawa who said that their 2020 lineup was all set, and they they didn't anticipate any delays in the 2020 lineup. But uh, this document, that which, which was released from Nintendo, is saying something a little bit different. Now, most of the document is all a bunch of business stuff that's not super interesting, uh, but there's a sentence in here that is very interesting, and here's what it says. Development schedules may be impacted due to the difference in development environment between working from home and in office since since teleworking is implemented at the company and its partners. What does this mean? Well... if if I were to describe Nintendo to to you, I would were I would use a lot of different words. But one of those words I would use is secretive. Nintendo is very very secretive. They they protect what they are doing. They 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 hold their their hand close to their chest. They they don't want people to know what they're doing until they unveil it. And working from home. You know, somebody might say, well, you can work from home and use the internet in order to do everything that you need to do at the office. But that's just not nearly as secure as going to a physical location and working on stuff. And because of that, 
Nintendo, you know what? They are doing teleworking, but I bet I bet that there's a lot of stuff that they just don't trust to do at home because they don't want information to get out about it. And I know that there's going to be people who say, well, I mean, it's not a big deal if information uh, gets out, Nintendo. Why don't you just be more transparent? It, it, Nintendo is uh, a company that is well over 100 years old. And they are a very traditional conservative company. Uh, conservative in the terms of, you know, the way that they run their business, not necessarily in their in their politics or anything like that. So for Nintendo to make huge changes is just not something that I would ever expect from them. And they've been super quiet. We haven't heard much from them since Animal Crossing came out. And sure, they they. Uh, you know, on Monday they did the uh, the Nintendo Direct Mini where they uh, showed off partners. But by the way, I'm going to take a quick aside and just remind everybody that in the tweet that announced that, they said this is the first in a series of Direct Minis. So I anticipate we're going to get a bunch more of them this year uh, where they will show off a couple of games and then be done with it. And I think that that's actually kind of cool. Uh, you know, I'm, I was not nearly as uh, down on the Nintendo Direct as everybody else was. And I think that's because Nintendo did a good job uh, managing expectations. Anyway, uh, back to this. I think that uh, whatever was going to come out in 2020 is getting pushed. And maybe there was something that was going to come out in September. Maybe that'll come out in, in uh, you know, holiday instead. And that's probably why we haven't heard anything. And even though Nintendo did say... Hey, nothing's delayed. 2020 is going to be just fine for us. We still have our, you know, none of our stuff for 2020 has been delayed. Well, I mean, they can say that all they want because they were also really, really smart and didn't tell us anything that was coming in 2020. So uh, we wouldn't know either way. Uh, anyway, uh, they did go on to say as a result, they may not be able to proceed with the release of Nintendo products and the start of services as planned. So um, it feels like it's been kind of a dry year. Luckily, we had a whole bunch of Animal Crossing to play at the beginning of the year. There's a lot of people still playing it. Um, but uh, I'm just wondering what we're going to play uh, the rest of the year. Ideas? Buy an Odyssey 2 now and get $82 worth of free games, including Pickaxe Pete. You know, at the top of the show, I mentioned uh, one of my other shows, 143 Pixels. I record that show in seasons, and uh, I've got all of season three just came out on Tuesday. That's yesterday. Uh, and season four, I'm roughly halfway through uh, recording those. And I wanted to let everybody know, and just in case you didn't, in case you weren't aware, um, 143 Pixels... That show's not coming back until September uh, for on the regular podcast feed. However, uh, patrons who are on the early access feed, that's uh, if you go to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp, you can uh, be on the early access tier and you get a special RSS feed uh, that is just for you. And uh, I post those video, or videos, not, not videos. I post those shows as soon as I'm done editing them. That's a new thing that I recently started doing, so I just wanted to remind everybody that that was happening. So if you want to hear 
uh, some of those episodes from season four that I've already finished recording, uh, then you definitely want to head on over to patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. So who have I interviewed so far for season four? That's a very good question, listener. I'm glad that you asked. Uh, so far, I've recorded with Andre Seegers from Game Explain. I talked to Brian Ibbett from Coverville. I talked to Diddy Does Games from uh, America's Next Top Podcaster. I talked to Pear Schneider from uh, IGN. And I've spoken with Tony P. Henderson from The Oddcast. So if any of those names sound uh, f- familiar to you, and I would guess that most of them do, uh, make sure that you head on over to runjumpstomp. No, 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 don't go to that one. Go to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And once you're there, you can uh, pledge at the uh, early access tier and get access to all of those episodes months before everybody else. It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your NES. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. You know, a while back, uh, Valve made this uh, cool new controller called the Steam Controller, and it had two touchpads instead of thumbsticks. Um, well, I ended up picking one up, and along with it came a game that I would never have purchased, and that is Rocket League. I'm not a fan of, of uh, most racing games, and I'm not a fan of sports games, so if you take a racing game and a sports game and you, you put them together, I would have said, yeah, I don't think so, but it came with Rocket League, it, or I'm sorry, Rocket League came with my Steam controller, and man, am I glad that it did. That's a fantastic game. It's so incredibly fun, and the controls are wonderful. Now, a while back, um, Psyonix, which is the company that made Rocket League, was purchased by Epic Games. And ever since that has happened, people have been waiting for the other shoe to drop. What exactly was going to happen now that this purchase has happened? That's a bad sentence, but we'll live with it. Well, we finally found out. Rocket League is going free-to-play this summer. So let's talk about what exactly that means. Well, it's going to be like uh, Fortnite, where you can just play the game. You don't have to buy anything. Uh, what what if you already own the game? Well, let's talk about that. Uh, speed into the next chapter of Rocket League for free. The high-octane hybrid of art, arcade-style soccer and vehicular mayhem is gearing up for its biggest update ever with revamped features, cross-platform progression, and more. Uh, that cross-platform progression, I think, is very, very important. And it's probably the biggest, the thing that I'm most excited for because I have um, the Switch version of Rocket League, which I did buy. Uh, I also have the Steam version of Rocket League, which I got for free with my Steam controller. Well, I have things that I've unlocked in the Steam version. I have things that I've unlocked in the Switch version and Never the Twain Shall Meet. No longer. After nearly five years... Millions of players and billions of soccer matches played. It's time to talk about the next chapter of Rocket League. The game wouldn't be where it is today without our dedicated and amazing community. Today, we're excited to announce that we're gearing up to make that community even bigger. Uh, Beginning later this summer, Rocket League is going free to play. So what does it mean for the Rocket League you know and love? The core gameplay will remain the same, which is awesome, because if they change the core gameplay, people would be very irritated. I, I love the gameplay. 
They then go on to say, we are refining the main menus to make exploring the game easier. Sure, whatever. I always just hit play and I don't really care about that. Uh, plus, we're revamping and improving major features like tournaments and challenges. Again, does not affect me. Um, I'm sure that uh, Epic Games knows what they're doing. They do a lot of tournaments and challenges and things like that. And they're introducing, here's the part I'm excited for, cross-platform progression. Rocket League action on the field will still be the same core high-octane hybrid of sports and action you love today. And soon, even more players will share that love. That begins with Rocket League's release on its newest platform, the Epic Games Store. Rocket League will release on the Epic Games Store on PC the same time it goes free-to-play. This version of the game will be identical to the version found on other platforms and will feature cross-platform play anywhere you play Rocket League, including between Epic Games Store and Steam. They're really trying to make sure that everybody who owns the game on Steam isn't like shaking their fist at the sky because people on Steam don't like the Epic Games Store. Anyway... Once Rocket League goes free-to-play, anyone who already owns Rocket League on any platform, including Steam, (laughs) again, they're really focusing on Steam, will be able to play and enjoy the game with full support for future updates and features. However, the Steam version will no longer be available to download for new players. You'll still be able to download it for older players, though. To put it simply, wherever you play now, you'll still be able to play in the future. And anyone who has Rocket League on who who has played Rocket League online before the launch of Free to Play will be rewarded with legacy status, which includes all Rocket League branded DLC released before Free to Play. So you're about to get if you already own the game, you're going to get all of the current DLC for free. Uh, uh, Establish 2000 XX title that displays the first year you played Rocket League. Okay, sure. 200 plus common items upgraded to legacy quality. I don't know what that means because I always just pick a skin and uh, go drive as fast as I can at the ball. Uh, Golden Cosmos Boost. Cool. Dicero Oro Wheels. Though it's not a word, don't make up words. Uh, And then Huntress Player Banner. I don't know what that means either. All right. In addition, if you played online before this announcement... You'll also receive the faded Cosmos boost. So if you're hearing this and you're like, "Oh man, I'm 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 I didn't buy this yet," or "I'm going to run out and buy it," there is going to be things that you get for already having the game if you don't buy it before it goes free to play. Although honestly, if you're like if you haven't bought it already, just wait for it to go to free to play. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Anyway, Legacy Rewards will be granted once the free play version launches later this summer. And then there's a bunch of slideshows that you can look to see more about it. The biggest thing here is that it's completely cross-platform and cross-progression. So if you played on multiple platforms, you're going to unlock everything that you have on all of the platforms. If there's anybody out there that does cross-platform and cross-progression really, really well, it's Epic Games. Fortnite is a wonderful example of how you can log in on any device with your account and have all of your stuff. And I'm glad that Rocket League was purchased by them for this reason. Now, 
Will they do crazy things with the monetization model? I assume that they that they'll continue their their battle pass. They will probably get rid of loot boxes. In fact, I think that they had already announced that a while back that they were getting rid of loot boxes. Um, I think that overall it's pretty good. My one problem with Fortnite's monetization model is that you know they have things that are in the store for a couple of hours, and it makes people feel like they have to buy them right then, which kind of encourages compulsive shopping and i think that that's kind of preying on some weaknesses that some people may have i fully anticipate that rocket league will do exactly the same thing but for somebody like me who doesn't really care what car i'm driving or what color that car is or what color the stuff that comes out of the back of the car is like none of that really influences me i'm all for this i think that this is really really great are you going to be playing rocket league when it goes free to play or have you already played your fill let me know i'm a coming luigi two quick things before we get out of here number one uh there's a bunch of games that are on sale right now and in that bunch of games that are on sale uh there is capcom has a bunch of games on sale and uh one of those games is okami hd which i've heard described as a zelda clone uh, so if you like Zelda games, there's that. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate on Nintendo Switch is usually 50 bucks. It's down for 20 bucks. That's a really, really good deal, and I wanted to let people know about it. And it looks like every Switch version of Resident Evil is also on sale uh, for a bunch off. For, well, maybe not a bunch. I think they're all about 25% off, if I'm doing the math in my head correctly. And I I'm, I'm, promise you I'm not. Uh, And then the last thing that I'll point out is it looks like uh, Mega Man uh, Legacy Collection and Mega Man Legacy 2 Collection and Mega Man X Legacy Collection and X Legacy Collection 2 are all on sale for um, right around 9 bucks for each one of them, Uh, as well as Mega Man 11, which I've heard horrible things about, and then Mega Man Zero Legacy Collection, which I've heard nothing about. Uh, So if you want to play some Mega Man stuff, it looks like there's a bunch of games on sale Uh, And it looks like these sales will be going right up until July 30th at midnight Pacific time. So I wanted to let you know about that. Uh, The last thing that I wanted to let everybody know about is that there is another Splatfest, uh, chicken or the egg. Now, as a scientist, I know the answer, and uh, the answer is egg. And uh, if you pick chicken, then we can't be friends anymore. But... You know, I, I can't. I don't take the Splatfests too seriously. The Splatfest will begin on um, August 21st at 3 p.m. Pacific time. So, uh, if you don't know what a Splatfest is, it's a game mode in Splatoon where everybody picks uh, one side or the other. They get a shirt that depicts which side they chose. They level up that shirt, building up to the event, and then they fight the other side. Uh, in order to see which side wins. And, uh, I, you know, when Splatoon 2 was in its heyday a couple of years ago, uh, these things were really, really fun. Now, I'm sure that this will still be fun, but I'm kind of done with Splatoon and not really interested in playing again. But if I were to play, I would choose Egg. Dear Atari Anonymous, my son Boris has a missile command problem. My mission in life is to save all of mankind. Well, I got to be honest, this is the part of the show where I thank our uh, producers. These are people who have gone to uh, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and uh, joined at the producer tier 
or higher. And in order to do that, I need to be able to go to Patreon, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Well, it looks like Patreon is down. And uh, I'm getting a uh, an error when I try and go to Patreon. So I can't thank all of our producers today. I'm getting error 504, a gateway timeout. Uh, and I don't know what the problem is. Uh, just know that uh, I am a huge fan of all of our producers, as well as each and every patron uh, who uh, helps out. Uh, you know, you guys recognize that independent uh, gaming content is hard to do, and oh, it it just loaded up. This is very very exciting. All right, let me let me go ahead and click on the relationship manager so I can see uh, who are who are because um, there's too many for me to memorize everybody's name, which is an amazing problem to have. So thank you very much. All right, here we go. Orange Thunder, Paul Bramblett, Abigail, thirteen, Eric Smith, Jordan Fords, Matt Hadfield, Bowser. Travis McGuire, Trucker Paul, Brian Reese, Josephine, and Bustler. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for our uh, producers. And thank you to each and every patron as well. Uh, you guys make doing this job so much better. Thank you. And that's it for our show for today. Become a part of our community. Over, I think, close to 1,500 people are over there waiting for you to talk about stuff with over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. The music you're hearing right now is Cornarius Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Thank you for listening. I will see you guys next time with the mailbag on Friday. Bye-bye. This show is part of the Giant Size Team-Up Network. If you want more information, check us out over at gstu.net.